0: Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. Part of the fun of travel is collecting memories in the form of photographs and videos and then sharing them on social media. As fun as it is to show off living that travel life, more people than your friends and loved ones may be watching. Get ready for Don't Do This on Social Media When Traveling. Was that dramatic
1: enough? that was really dramatic and you know what else is dramatic shane
0: yes i mean tell me
1: i have an announcement this episode that we are recording right now is episode number 150. (laughs) we have hit another milestone my friend congratulations
0: Congratulations to you, sir.
1: And I am so excited for everyone that listens to All Things Travel. We appreciate you. We're excited to share information with you. We're excited to get to know you on Facebook. Well, which maybe not be the right phrase based on our conversation today. But you know <laughs> what I mean. It's exciting. This has been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of getting onto that three-year mark. I think the stat out there is that most podcasts live about seven episodes long, and here we are at 150. We are in the top 25% of podcasts on Buzzsprout, by the way. All
1: right. That sounds great. Yeah. Well, Shane, I know that this topic is near and dear to you because every time I talk about using social media or put myself out there while we're traveling together, you're on my shoulder whispering, (laughs) be careful, be careful, be careful.
0: It's a mix of my time working in IT. I had to take a lot of security courses, cybersecurity courses, and information security courses. And then I also stumbled upon a safety while traveling seminar a couple of years back. So all of these things swirl around in my head when I see posts. And then you'll remember a couple of weeks ago, I sent you a video of Something that shows how this new style of criminal, this social engineering, can take data from different points that we post and create an identity of yours that they can steal from you. Yikes. Well, so what we're going to talk about today is just a few
1: different tactics, a few things to keep in mind so that when you're traveling, you can think about how you post what you post to keep yourself safe. Most families are confused and overwhelmed when planning a vacation. We work with you to plan a trip perfect for your interests, saving you time, money, and stress.
0: We would love to help you plan your next amazing vacation.
1: You can reach out to me at ryan at Vacations.com. That's R-Y-A-N at creatingmagicvacations.com.
0: First thing I wanted to go through, I gathered from that video, different items that a social engineer might use to put together a an avatar of you that they could use to steal some credit card numbers or some kind of identity theft against you. So gotcha. these are things to try to make sure are not in the photos that you post on social media. And this is for travel and for just with friends at home, anything else too. Okay. But certainly travel related because- we do a lot of that. Try to make sure that in your photos, there are no permanent addresses available. For example, if you're taking a picture in front of your house, try to make uh-huh. sure that the address number isn't behind you. All right. If you are at a friend's house, cousin's house, wherever you are, the social engineers can go through your feed and pick out these addresses and eventually use them to piece together what they need for their devious acts yikes I'm say creepy. That, creepy all right that that's
1: good so so does that go for places that we travel to as well or are we not as worried about that
0: i don't think so if you show where you are while you're there for a week or two i don't think that's as much of a concern because you were it's you're just visiting it's not gotcha. something that's okay. going to be on a permanent record it's more probably more of an issue where you're visiting someone and you don't realize that the, this information is in the picture with you okay Make sure that other numbers are not on the photo. And this could be if you just complete a certification or you get a degree of some sort and you're holding up your certificate of completion. Make sure that the numbers on it aren't going to be visible, that that the person can't zoom in and grab these numbers from your photographs. That might also mean if there's a credit card bill laying on a table at a restaurant and someone takes a picture of your group at the restaurant, make sure that the person can't zoom in on the credit card or on the bill and get your numbers from that. Holy smokes, man. Yeah, and this is all stuff that was in this video where this person was able to zoom in on these pictures and put together this information. So as part
1: of this, I did a social experiment, Shane. Last week when we were together at Disney, one night while you were down in the lobby, I went through your wallet <laughs> uh-huh. and I got all your identification cards uh-huh. and I have strategically post posted them throughout social media feeds to okay. see if something happens.
0: Nothing yet. But okay. I'll,
1: all right. Well, we, we will, we will, we will keep posted with that.
0: <laughs> I will keep you posted. Pun intended.
1: <laughs> all right. What else should we not have in pictures?
0: Try to stay away from dates too, because date of birth is a big part of your identity. And I mean, we, so not the date of the picture. We can't do much about that or not no. the date of the event, but, but identifying dates
1: to us as people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you want to, a lot of times you want to celebrate your birthday. So you'll show something with your birthday on it and maybe just leave the year off of your profile. I know in mine, it's a little sad that I don't get a whole lot of birthday wishes on social media because I don't have my birthday in it. So people don't get those notifications. But if you do that, just uh, try to remove your year from your birth date. And that way, you know, people know when to, to greet you, but don't know the that part of your identification.
1: Gotcha. Now, this next one, it seems like I see a lot of posts on Facebook and and other places where they ask me these dumb questions.
0: Yeah. And I bet this has
1: something to do with this.
0: Have you ever seen the, which Marvel character are you? Which right, right. Harry or, Potter villain are you? And
1: Yeah. Or, or even more, moreover, what was your mascot of your high school
0: or yeah, what was yeah. your
1: pet's first, your first pet's name or something like that. Those obviously go along with security questions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. they can, person can piece together what would be those forgot your password questions on a site and might be able to gather enough information like like that to to gain access to one of your financial accounts it's funny there was a a show we still watch it. it it's in it ended several years ago called Psych, and it's about this detective who pretends to be psychic but he's really just hyper observant i think there's a show called the mentalist it's the same thing but it, that one's not good and there's an episode where they this this bar was hosting this speed dating site and one of the one of the partners would pretend to be in the dating pool and would ask all these questions and get these answers that they would piece together with the credit card bills that the other person would get, and they would use this to piece together identities and then sell these identities yeah. on the black market. Now, that was just a show, but it's still an example of how people could use that information.
1: Right. So a couple other things that you have listed here, Shane. First is don't post future plans. Oh, I'm so bad at this. So like people will know when I'm leaving for a trip. So they may know that my family's going to be gone or they may know that I'm going to be away from town. I'm not very good about this one.
0: In your case, though, you usually have someone that's staying at your yeah. home while you're away. So that that's a little different, too. You can do that if you have someone that you someone trustworthy. Now, I don't mean someone that you can trust, but someone that yeah. is OK being there with. The general public knowing that you're going to be in Europe or Las Vegas or wherever you are. Right. Going.
1: Another one I'm really bad at is wait till you get home to post. I, I, and again, maybe part of the nature is how I, how I market my
0: travel for my sure. business
1: as, as well as personal, but that one's really hard. But you have a really good example of this.
0: And I think this will work well for our fellow travel agents too, is whenever you're on a trip, you can take hundreds of pictures and then sure, get into the habit of being yes. known for dripping those out over the next few months or even year. That way you have the, you can post these pictures and market your travel business for the entire year instead of just that week or two while you're on the trip. Yep. It's the gift that keeps on giving. The
1: gift that keeps on giving <laughs> post travel pictures all year round. So don't, don't make it seem, and maybe this goes along with what, what your last point Yep. so that people are not seeing, oh, they're obviously gone now. It's that that that's what people will say to me. You are traveling all the time. And I'm like, well, no, I'm just posting travel pictures all the time.
0: Exactly. Just totally fake them out. So create a
1: friend and family group with trusted and trustworthy people and only post there rather than just putting it out to the general public. That makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, you can also... there's privacy settings on Facebook where only certain people can see pictures and then certain people can't get can't see pictures as technical as I am I have no idea how to do that if you're that technical and you want to take those steps go ahead but the just creating a group of trusted people that you can brag to you, brag about your trip to is a easier way to do that. Don't
1: make it obvious when you post that you are gone, or also don't tag friends when they're gone, commenting, oh, I hope you're having a good time in wherever. Again, you're just you're you're not creating that obvious statement that, hey, nobody's home, my stuff's unoccupied, have at it.
0: And then here's one that I didn't think of until I was trying to look for a couple of more ideas. And it's watch your photos for strangers who frequently appear in your photos in the background, like right? someone that might be following you around or, or something while you're on a vacation. Or even, I guess, even around around your home. Creepy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess that's happened before. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't have been out there as a, as a piece of advice. And this is
1: another one that I'm not very good at. Well, that's not true. Now that I have unlimited data, I'm not as worried about it. But don't use public Wi-Fi without a VPN. Don't just hop into the random coffee shop and
0: connect. And for our fellow AT&T users, With I know, Brian, probably with your plan, with my plan, there's an app called Active Armor, and it creates a VPN whenever you access a Wi-Fi that doesn't seem secure. This app will create a VPN tunnel for you. I don't know how secure it is, if it's as secure as some of the other other VPN options out there, but if you have AT&T, see if you qualify to use the Active Armor app.
1: And, and I just think it's one of those things that we just take for granted that everything's fine. When I used to travel with college students, didn't have data when we traveled abroad. It just, I mean, any type of Wi-Fi that they could find, they would just connect. And it's just, it can be dangerous, right? You you have no idea who has access to your stuff and who who you're actually connecting with. And yeah, it, it's just, it's one of those things where with all of this, Shane, Just taking an extra second to say, is this a good idea or does this put me at risk, I think eliminates a lot of these issues. All right, so we are going to talk about some other ways to keep yourself safe while traveling. But first, Shane, I want to know where in the world is all things travel?
0: Big D, Dallas, Georgia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, welcome, Dallas, Georgia. We are so excited that you're listening today. Shane, where are we going to meet our listener in Dallas, Georgia?
0: Well, I would like to say this about Dallas, Georgia. always check for downloads in the most recent five episodes, and Dallas, Georgia has the biggest spike in number of downloads, way bigger than any of the other All Things Travel sites so far.
1: They must be, one, very bored, and two, <laughs> itching to travel.
0: <laughs> I think it's the latter.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Well, where are we going to meet up with our uh, listener there?
0: I know that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but in this case, Ryan, we are going to go hang out at Sugar Biscuits.
1: Sugar Biscuits. I don't need oh, to yeah. know anything else about it. I don't know if it's a bar. I don't know if it's a bakery. I don't know if it's a if it's a breakfast country
0: place. <laughs>
1: Any place is called Sugar Biscuits is where I'm headed.
0: Enough said.
1: <laughs> well, hey, Dallas, Georgia. Thank you so much. For listening to all things travel. Do me a favor. Reach out to me on Facebook or via email. Because I've got a a nice little gift. To say thank you for being featured on the show today. And I also, Shane, I'm throwing in an audible here. I want to say hello and thank you to a family in Fargo, North Dakota. Who reached out to us, their listeners. And they booked a split stay at Walt Disney World and Universal. And they're going to have an awesome time. And it's all because they were listening to this podcast. So Thank you very much. We look forward to helping you have an awesome vacation.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for listening and for booking through us. We sincerely appreciate that. And to make sure that you hear where in the world is all things travel next week, be sure to follow the show so that you never miss any of our travel tips, travel ideas, or travel stories.
1: So Shane, you have a few ideas here for protecting your home while you're away. What are a couple things we should keep in mind?
0: I think we mentioned these in a previous episode, but they cert- it's been a while and they certainly bear repeating. One is to hire a house sitter. You can pay someone if you like, or you might have a friend that just, or a family yeah. member that just wants to hang out and watch TV and eat your food while you're away.
1: We're lucky with that, Shane. We have several family members that live across the street in a retirement community. And so- they will often mm. see what's going on in her house and hey, so I'll get I'll get the text for my mom. Hey, you've got a package on the porch. <laughs> you want me to go pick that up? Or hey, you've got somebody who's here. Are they supposed to be here? So yeah, I I I see the benefit of that. Yeah,
0: you know, it's funny. The nosy neighbor from that old show Bewitched was always pretty funny, but it certainly would be handy having someone that watches your house that closely while you're away.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: If you have an alarm system. Let your alarm company know when you're going to be away so they might keep an extra watch on your house. Have the post office hold the mail if you don't have somebody who can pick up the mail for you. You can do that online. Just sign up for an account and tell them when to hold it and what your address is, and they'll take care of that for you.
1: Yep, absolutely. Unplug everything from the outlets. I got to admit, Shane, I don't do this.
0: It's something that we got into the habit of doing. A lot of it is to conserve electricity but a lot of it too is to just prevent power surges if if anything shorts or whatever everything is unplugged and it minimizes the damages and then similar similarly to that is put your major appliances particularly your freezer or refrigerator on power surges and that way because sometimes there could be a power surge that won't knock out the breaker but would still switch off or even blow out the fuses on your refrigerator or freezer. And then by the time you get back, then it's been sitting there for how many days not cooling your food. Right. Exactly.
1: Don't leave valuables lying around, even if you have somebody checking in on your house, or maybe if you do have somebody checking in on your house, just put stuff away so that as people maybe peer in the windows or do stuff like that, you, they're not seeing your your good stuff laying there. So Shane, this next one, use cameras to monitor your home. So I've told you about our, our, our short-term vacation rental, right? That, we're, yes. that we have up in Michigan. Yeah. This past week, I was up there with the, the handyman who's helping us out. And we did something very cool. And I know I'm about five years late to this party, but I now have at my app cameras and lights and locks and thermostats and everything that I can control from my phone. So for instance, I'm out with my son yesterday and I get this little alert that there's motion sensed outside my front door. And it was my handyman and another guy coming over to do some painting. But lo and behold, I'm able to pull that up. I'm able to open up the camera and I see that his truck is right there. And I was able to open the lock for them. This is cool stuff, man.
0: Yeah, I guess in your case, too, if the the guests forgot their key or something, you could allow them in remotely.
1: Absolutely. But yes, so use cameras to monitor your home. I, I will tell you after doing this for the rental, I am really thinking about doing this for our for our primary residence
0: too. Why wouldn't I? And I don't think it's going to keep people out of your home that you don't want in there, but it certainly gives you the peace of mind to see what's going on, that storms haven't damaged anything. If you, can, if you have pets, you can watch what your pets are doing and keep yep. an eye on them. In fact, the main reason we got it was to keep an eye on our patch we had someone that was feeding them daily but you know the rest of the time we, just, we wanted to keep an eye on them and make sure that they weren't too depressed or anything while we were away right
1: so that's a new school approach the old school approach is putting your keys in potted plants or fake rocks or under the mats and shane that's probably not a good idea is it
0: everybody knows what those things are and what they look like they can spot the fake rock a mile away and they know that if you're going to hide your key anywhere, it's going to be under your doormat or above the ledge in front of the door or under that potted plant on your porch.
1: Yeah. I think every friend in high school who dropped me off one evening knew where our extra key was because that's what I always (laughs) used to get into the house. So, all right. So one more tip having to do with technology, Shane, and I know you're a big one on this one.
0: Use multi factor authentication on your important accounts.
1: The two factor authentication can be kind of annoying.
0: Yeah. But definitely. I'm getting
1: more used to it and I definitely see the point for it. So it's not that big a deal anymore.
0: It's not that big a deal. And it's so much better than compromising your account and someone getting into banks, your bank account or your credit card account or even your social media account. Don't underestimate the importance of protecting, of having a, a good, strong password for your social media account and then even protecting it with that second factor. I know all of mine are because if, if someone were to just because I put so much work into it and you right. probably have, too, and someone could get in there and in just a few minutes ruin everything.
1: Absolutely. So as we wrap up, Shane, what's the overarching message here? What, what should people take away from today's episode?
0: Be mindful of what you're doing. You and I both break a lot of these suggestions, but I think we're (laughs) more mindful of it. And I don't know that that justifies it or anything, but just if you're mindful of these things, that'll that'll certainly help. And get that multi-factor authentication on your bank accounts and social media accounts. All right, sounds good. We would love to help you plan your next amazing vacation.
1: If you are currently working with a travel advisor, reach out to them. If not, we would love to help you plan. You can reach out to me at Ryan at com. That's R-Y-A-N at CreatingMagicVacations.com.
0: Most families are confused and overwhelmed when planning a vacation. We work with you to plan a trip perfect for your interests, saving you time, money, and stress.
1: Oh. <laughs> awkward.